0: To another completely planned out and organized edition of Wrong and Wronger. I am Steve on the ball, Olivas, and he is James, got driven over by it, Breakwell. And James, (coughs) just counting down from five seems to be a Herculean task for the two of us to do in unison.
1: I, I don't know what you're talking about. There's some sort of audio delay. On my end, we're in unison every time. On your end, um, I don't know what's going on over there. Nashville is kind of in some sort of black hole, so I, can, I assume we break the, the time <laughs> continuum. But that's okay, because all that matters is my end. Uh, so I'm oh. good. All
0: right. All right. Well, you've stumbled upon the podcast that have two hosts that aren't even in the same time zone and yet somehow come to you week after week for no reason other than our own amusement and we're gluttons for punishment. But James, I wanted to start the show by saying I want to be the first to welcome you to the planet Earth. And uh, I realize this is why you enjoy Star Trek and Star Wars so much. It's because they remind you of your home planet. But it doesn't matter what genre, music, what artist, what song. It doesn't matter if it hit number one on the Billboard charts. You have no idea what I'm talking about when I text you all these guests I'm getting on the other show. This one was particularly annoying and just flabbergasting for me.
1: Okay, to be fair, nobody has ever heard of that band. And I've already forgotten what the name was. Oh, so I- I'm clearly in the right on this. I mean, you, just, you get more and more obscure every single week, and then you're just shocked that I don't know. But you know what, This is my brain only has room for important trivia, like I can't, there, there's not enough time in the world to read every book ever written, to listen to every song ever written, to go through, there's so much pop culture out there, and at some point you just have to prioritize what matters, and it's a pretty safe assumption that if it's important to you, it doesn't matter. So that's kind of my screening tool. If Steve likes it, I can go ahead and just cut it out of my life, and I'm, I'm relieved that in this case, I have never heard of this band. If you ever get to the point where you are doing things that I've heard of or talking to people I've heard of, then Not I've possible. gone horribly wrong someplace, and I'm going to have to start purging my memory uh, and adjusting accordingly.
0: Not possible. Unless I get Captain Picard himself on the show, <laughs> a, a character with whom you're probably only marginally familiar. But I, I will definitely let you know on that one.
1: Yeah, so who? what, what was the band name again, just so that we can tell everyone how right I was?
0: Okay, I'll tell the band name in a second, but the song is the one... I didn't care about the band name, and obviously you don't know who the singer is, but the song, you've never heard the song before?
1: Never, not even in passing on the radio. I I bet you it's never been on the radio anywhere in the last 20 years.
0: I would sing it, but we would get shut down on YouTube because of the <laughs> mellifluous sound of my own voice, but it's the song As Fools Shine On by Brother Kane. As fools shine on. You had to have heard that song. It's part of the swell of grunge music of the early and mid-90s.
1: The good news is your voice is so terrible that there's no way you're ever going to trip the <laughs> plagiarism <laughs> censors on there. You can sing the whole song verbatim and we won't get caught.
0: I'm starting to get more into your wheelhouse timing-wise, and yet you are equally as out of touch with the entire music scene. I've asked you this a hundred times, and I never remember the answer because you probably dodged the question. But when you were a teenager, like Thursday of last week, who <laughs> did you listen to? Like, are you into country? Or what? Well, what is your wheelhouse when it comes to music?
1: I don't have a real wheelhouse. So... There's a few different. What I listen to is based on my life circumstances, because you know, music supplements my life. It's not my entire life. I'm very sophisticated, Steve. So <laughs> if I'm writing, I just pick things without lyrics. So movie soundtracks. What I did for a long time or like french pop music since it's all gibberish to me even though i took four years of french in high school i can't understand a word of it so i can just play it as background noise it drowns out the kids and the pigs and the dog and i can do that if i'm working out at the gym i go more towards heavy metal stuff where people are screaming at me that seems to really it, it really gets you going. It, it, it's because uh, men are stupid and easily influenced, and if there's just somebody yelling at you, then you can lift it that what? much easier. And uh, then sometimes I'll try to listen to some techno-ish stuff, but I, it doesn't really do it for me that much anymore. And my uh, I do have a song. I have a playlist, and it's like it's called the best songs ever. And it is the most random mix of songs you have ever heard in your entire life. And someday, I'm going to give you a link. I guess I could share the Spotify link just to let you judge me and, and hate me for it. But <laughs> I guarantee you, there's not a single song on there by anyone you have ever interviewed or will ever interview.
0: <laughs> but when you were in high school, like, were, were you a jock? Were you a geek? Were you a band? Like, Who were you in high well, school?
1: Here's the thing, though. I went to such a, a small high school that you could kind of be everything. Like, There were... There were 56 kids in my graduating class. So there was just so much overlapping. So like, I did three sports a year, but they were, you know, not the greatest sports. I did track and cross country. That was also on the basketball team for some reason. That was a, a totally different debacle. Uh, so I, you know, the, 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 so, I mean, again, most, most of the kids out of the 56, you figure half of those guys are guys. Almost all of us did sports, and then there's probably, you know, a third or a fourth of us are pretty good at school. So, and, you know, so there was just, there was a lot of overlap. Like, the popular kids at my school were also the smart kids, and I wasn't necessarily popular, but you can really only be so unpopular when the school is that small. (laughs) Like, I'm not a popular kid, but everybody knows my name, you know, so it's, you can only go down so far.
0: Well, and the entire school was populated by your family, pretty much, too. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? We were one of the last big Catholic families out there. Now everybody has two kids. So the, the population of that school has been plummeting ever since. And I'm they've been closing schools and consolidating schools. And I'm kind of shocked they're still open, but they're still going on. But see, I've got, my youngest brother is still there, still working his way through the ranks. I mean, there has been somebody from my family in that school system since 1994, <laughs> 1994 till today continuously in that diocese school system.
0: Wait a minute, you're you're the oldest, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. Uh, I, I switched schools. We moved to Illinois in 1994, oh.
0: 1993.
1: So I got there in third grade, and there was a it, the the one school is uh, three through eight. And then the high school is uh, 9 through 12. But as they've been closing and merging, now 7th and 8th are up at the high school, too. They thought that they would oh. sneak it in there. And like if the 8th graders and the high schoolers were in the same building, maybe they wouldn't abandon ship because high school is where it gets more <laughs> expensive. They're, they're doing all sorts yeah. of stuff there. But the big problem is just that, that, that Catholics don't have 95,000 kids anymore. So that that's what's slowing them down. Uh, they yeah. gotta. They the the pricing games aren't gonna aren't gonna fix that. They need they need people to bang. <laughs> they should be playing Barry Manilow, not uh, not trying to offer discounts to get them up there. <laughs> Wait a
0: minute! Did you just see they say they need people to bang?
1: That's they gotta have kids. Like you, you cannot build a Catholic <laughs> school system without kids. There used to be so many kids. Okay, here's the thing. Back in the '60s, I think that school had 400 kids. Uh, oh, the high school, the, the, high, in the, the high, the high school alone had four hundred kids. When I went there, it was just over two hundred. Now I think it's barely over a hundred, or maybe a hundred and fifty. It just keeps yeah. going down. It was the same thing. I went to a Catholic college too, and back in the heyday, it was like fourteen hundred. You, you know what? Oh, going through the Catholic the school system, yeah. it's kind of like. Uh, Here's a nerdy reference for you. You know, like in the Hobbit, or you, I'm sure you don't know it all, but there's always no, like a I've reference, never like heard of the Hobbit? Yeah, okay, so so uh, they go and they're like walking through, and they're like they cross this ditch, and like at one time this ditch was the border between two mighty kingdoms, and everybody has already forgotten. And it's like and everybody everything everything is always in decay, or all the greatness was in the past. Like that's what it feels like going through the Catholic school system. You can look at, <laughs> back at all these black and white photos to see the glory days, just in the absolute distance. <laughs> past but wherever that was it's not now and now you're just kind of left with these decaying relics and these ancient sure. buildings and all this and you're just kind of you know th- these giant structures built for a thousand kids and you've got like 40 <laughs> left like that that's what it's like going through it today
0: who wants to bang in that kind of dilapidation well, you don't bang, <laughs> bang in it you oh. presumably
1: you do oh. that at oh. home <laughs> Let's... Oh, oh
0: right <laughs> who wants to all right i see what you say wow I I'm still shocked that you on this podcast said people need to bang. I, I can't believe you did that. Is, over into that is That has to be
1: the most PG possible <laughs> euphemism for sex that I can I know, use. Can you Can <laughs> you, you think of a more
0: reference? <laughs> can I think of a more what?
1: A, a more PG euphemism for it. I, there's there's no other there's no lesser words you can go. You can You can say bang in front of a classroom of kindergartners and nobody would even be offended.
0: Wow! As he now pulls out the shovel and gets a little deeper into this one, but, but you James, know what?
1: you, you, I, yeah. I, I, I can sense you're going into radio mode. You're going to transition us to the topic, but I'm going to call an audible. I, I have a better topic that, um, that you're probably going to hate, but we're recording this and we never have do overs, so you're just going to have to roll with it. <laughs> I think we should talk about time zones. What time zones? I hate that. Yeah, you All do right, hate why? that. How? 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 because well i'm in indiana and time zones are like all wonky here we're on eastern time we should be on central time Uh, There's an argument that the U.S. should be split into two time zones rather than one. You're on central time for some reason, even though you might be further, I don't know if you're further east than me or further west, but it's entirely possible. I think we should argue about time zones, which is the best time zone? Should the time zones be changed? Should we have daylight savings time? It all rolls together, and it's so much better than your other topic, which you can push to next week, and then forget about then, too.
0: Listen, guy who's never come up with a single topic since we changed formats here, I like my topic, but I'm happy to bring it to next week. I don't understand your topic, which brings us right back to the old format when every idea was a dumb one, but we went with it anyway. You have to have time zones because it takes the sun a long time to get from Maine to San Diego and Hawaii, so they can't be in the same time zone, so that makes no sense. And the time zone lines, I don't... I actually don't know the history of how they were drawn. They're not a straight line up and down, so they're not completely arbitrary. They do follow either population or geography, like a topography, rivers or mountains or something. But I don't mind the time zones. Daylight savings time is a more uh, salient argument, I think, than whether we should have time zones.
1: No, I'm not arguing that... uh that we shouldn't have time zones i think they're set up wrong so i uh mean, you you of all people you travel all around don't don't you get jet lagged steve by having the 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 four time zones of the u.s bouncing back and forth from eastern time to west coast time and back to the other side and i I, you know i don't think you travel much internationally but i saw a proposal once that basically said that um that la starts its day earlier than new york because they have to kind of line up with New York. So New York starts right. later, they tend to start at nine and then LA starts much earlier, so they kind of average it out anyway because we, we kind of go by the business cycles. And they said, really, rather than having four time zones where everything is just parsed out and it gets very confusing, especially in my area, and I can get into that in a minute here, well, what if we had just two time zones, an hour apart, one, To the east of the mississippi river and one to the west of the mississippi river and then you know minnesota would have to divide itself up somehow or pick one side of the line or the other i thought that is the simplest thing ever a one hour time change clearly split by a giant river that everybody can see is the simplest thing in the world now i've spent a lot of time in indiana and uh the sun does not rise at the same time in indiana that it rises in new york or maine Yet yeah, we right. are on Eastern Time. We are as far west as you can go on Eastern Time, and uh, I grew up near the Illinois Indiana border. So I was just so I was just on the other side of the line. And anytime you had a school or a event or anything like that, we should have been on Central Time with everybody else. We weren't. You always had to do math. And then for a while, Indi- and then when I moved into Indiana. Indiana for a while didn't do daylight savings time when everybody else did. I think we need to get rid of it. Everybody needs to get rid of it at the same time, but you can't get rid of it unilaterally. So half the year, Indiana was on the same time zone as my parents, and the other half the year, it wasn't. And that gets confusing. And then when I crossed the border, sometimes my phone would change times and sometimes it wouldn't. And, <laughs> and, like, and there was some where I, I drove across the border and then I woke up the next morning. I had legitimately no way to know what time it was. It was so confusing. But even within Indiana, like there's a section up by Chicago where they are on central time because everybody there commutes in that direction. But then yet the, the part of Indiana that we always dealt with where every single person went to Illinois to shop, they were an hour different. Uh, I went to college up in that pocket where if I drove half an hour south the time changed by an hour. It was super confusing and it was that hour like made a difference cuz things <laughs> used to close back then so you couldn't make it to the mall. Malls used to be a thing. It was it's a mess. And the reason Indiana split up like it is is cuz we should be on central time, but if we just divided the US into two time zones, that wouldn't be an issue and we'd be living the lives we're kind of already living already. It'd just be that much simpler. That, that, that's where I was going with this topic.
0: This topic is only relevant for people in Indiana. Because <laughs> I think if I can pull your thesis out, it's Indiana is dumb. So if we can make Indiana just as smart as the rest of the as smart as the rest of the country then I think all of you would be satisfied. Whatever the decision is, central or east. It's interesting because you are as far west as you can be in the Eastern time zone. Yes. I'm almost dead south of you. We are as far east as you can possibly be and still be in the Central time zone. So it is a little bit unusual. But there was one instance that it affected me because I was going to come visit you. I was in the northern part of the state Mm -hmm. and I had to drive down to Indiana and that added an hour which screwed everybody up. Like you had to delay your dinner till I got there to eat dinner with your family because I was coming from the central to the eastern time zone. And I was just running right down I-65. It's Mm -hmm. a very strange state, James. Just imagine if this
1: this whole section of the U.S., just have the same time zone. You wouldn't have to do math every time I communicate with you. Which, by the way, I do appreciate that I give you all times in Eastern, and you just accept that and do the math on your end. And we never even specify Eastern. We just we've just accepted my time as standard time, even though I hate being on Eastern because you don't want me to do math. I do appreciate you appreciating my mathematical <laughs> that limitations as well. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, would there really be any downside if, if Indiana and w- wherever the heck you are and all – if we were all in the same <laughs> in the time North. zone, think about how much that would simplify life. And then the other side of the line, it's not a three- or a four-hour change if you go from coast to coast. It's just a one-hour change. We just kind of meet in the middle. Is there really a downside to that?
0: Uh, I don't think so other than daylight. Like… But- I, it. it, it- would still the Mississippi, by the way, is the border between Minnesota and Wisconsin, so it does run up the eastern part of the state. It doesn't divide the state. But uh, so you would have to go like an uh, eastern side of Maine to about well, where would it end? Yeah, so wait, I thought
1: I was thinking that the the mouth of the Mississippi was like in the middle of Minnesota though, isn't it?
0: No, no. No, it's it's uh it's the border. It runs the border. It ends before it reaches the top of Minnesota, but it is okay. the border between Minnesota. Okay. That's that's and what was throwing
1: me off. I was for some reason I was thinking once it got up to Minnesota that it veered it veered west for some reason and went to that cuz there's a, there's a tourist trap up there. You're you're from that area, the mouth of the Mississippi, and you go up there and there's like nothing to see
0: yeah there is I think there's a little slice of Minnesota that's cut off and uh, but everything else is to the west of the Mississippi okay
1: well, today we're exploring my geographical limitations <laughs> let's let's see what I don't know about states. <laughs>
0: Well, what you do know is that Indiana doesn't do it right when it comes to time zone and daylight savings. Do you know the history of why Indiana decided to steadfastly disavow themselves of daylight savings time?
1: Well, daylight savings time was stupid, so they're right on that. What they didn't realize is that Indiana isn't the world. Like, you just can't go it alone. You've, you're, you're better off to go with a stupid policy to be consistently stupid with everybody else than to be on the, the right time half the year and the wrong time the other. (laughs) half of the year that was just hopelessly confusing Arizona
0: to join them
1: yeah and we 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 ended up switching we went we went we have daylight savings time now which again daylight savings time is stupid and the reason nobody cares about daylight savings time is we don't base our lives on daylight at all we just don't care we'd rather just keep the time consistent year-round because we really just we go by tv schedules and we go by work schedules and whether or not the sun is in the air is is entirely irrelevant so you've got you know new york starts the business day at nine and la starts at you know at seven or whatever they're doing there we've already adjusted to that nobody really cares where the sun comes up within that mix i mean we're not it's even like they always say it's for the farmers and it's not i think it had something to do with saving saving oil during the war or something along those lines but they whether you're a farmer or not it does absolutely nothing for farmers it does absolutely nothing for anybody else sometimes they say it's for like kids on the bus if they they get on in daylight but then they if you if you switch it around then they come home in the dark it's i think we had an entire do we have a debate about daylight savings time before
0: it seems like it would be reasonable to assume. Yes. Yeah. If we
1: didn't, uh, clearly we let ourselves down. Oh, by the way, before I forget, which I've already forgotten for the entire episode, I did hear from one more person that they like the new format. That's that's one extra person. That's like three people who like the format. So uh,
0: I am so a, glad you worked that in. James. A pretty oh, and yeah.
1: so seamlessly too. It's a it's a pretty <laughs> pretty overwhelming. Uh, amount of feedback, you know, three whole well, people. Well, it's
0: almost unanimity among our listeners.
1: Yes, I didn't even know we had three listeners. <laughs> uh, and I bet you all three of them would also agree with me that the two time zones would be uh, would, would make life simpler. Because right now you've got you've got double the line. I, I assume people in the mountains run into the same thing where you cross on one side, you cross on the other. You can never remember, you know, where you're at. It just, uh, if we just had that big river dividing things, if we just had two time zones, if we divorced ourselves from caring about the sun... We have to do so much less math, Steve, and anything that requires less math has to be right.
0: I would like to get rid of the mountain time zone. It's so small population-wise and so confusing when you're there because if you travel, you're never in the mountain time zone two cities in a row almost. Mm. Like you're going to go one direction or the other because it's narrow and there's just no huge population centers other than Denver in it. So even the big cities out there, Phoenix uh, is in Pacific time zone. I think Salt Lake City is in Pacific. Salt Lake might be mountain. I'm not sure, but... There's just not a lot of mountain time zone big cities. Albuquerque may be the next biggest one, but I, I don't get it. Like, uh, let's just cut that in half and make one central, one mountain with three time zones or just shift the whole thing to Pacific. Okay,
1: so you, so you went from thinking my topic was the stupidest topic ever to halfway agreeing with me. I've already got you to eliminate one time zone entirely on your own. I don't think I've ever been on the ground in Mountain Time. I've been on the ground in Pacific Time, but I've only ever flown over Mountain Time, so I, I, I'm inclined to agree with you there. There's nothing even to stop for, or if You've you do stop for You've never
0: through Denver?
1: You know what? Maybe I did one time, but I, I... Surely. Maybe once? No, you know what? No, I think I connected in Phoenix. I connected in Phoenix, huh. and you just said yourself that Phoenix is on Pacific Time. Indeed. Yeah, so there you go. So I've never been on Mountain Time. I, I sometimes forget it exists. So okay, we get rid of that. So then we just come down to Eastern and Central. Why can't Why can't we be as one? Why are you keeping the house divided, Steve?
0: You know, the funny thing is, you mentioned TV schedules a little bit ago. That's not even relevant anymore because network television programming is a low priority for most people, who have Hulu oh. or Netflix or whatever. So the TV schedule, but I will say, I lived in the Eastern Time Zone for two years. We lived mm-hmm. in Baltimore in the mid-90s, back when they made music that you've never heard of. <laughs> but I liked the Eastern Time Zone TV schedule better than the Central Time Zone TV yes. schedule, but now it'd be a six-one-half dozen of the other for me. If they yeah, did it, change it, it wouldn't bother me a bit.
1: They, uh, It's nice for like... Well, okay, so he- here's one thing that doesn't affect your life at all. But if you watch like a premiere, like pay-per-view event... Like a UFC fight or a big boxing match, right. they generally they start at super super late, and part of the reason is they want the Pacific time to be on like to be on prime time. They don't want to start at mid afternoon for Pacific time. So right. over here things are starting at like nine or ten o'clock, and I'm old, Steve. It is it is hard to stay up for a two hour <laughs> event that starts at nine or ten o'clock. Uh, that just makes for a long night. You know there was uh, some of those UFC fights we'd watch on TV. You get you know five or six people together to watch. It, and I'd be getting home at like one thirty or two in the morning. And it's if we if we just got rid of this, if, if LA were only one hour different than the rest of us, we could start that thing at nine o'clock here, eight o'clock there, and everybody would be happy. But I will concede the point that the the network TV isn't as big of a priority anymore. That now with streaming and all of that stuff, uh, it's not. But I think for years though, it, it was the determining factor. I think sure. I think if we had this argument even ten years ago, it would have made a difference. Uh, I guess it makes a difference for like when things launch. like They become available to stream. Sometimes they have a, a cutoff. Like, but uh, those are like at like 3 a.m., so I guess that's not as irrelevant. I'm, I'm a little upset that you made a good point. I, you've kind of thrown me off kilter here.
0: You know, if we'd have had this argument 10 years ago, I'd have been screaming at a twinkle in your father's eye, and that probably wouldn't <laughs> have been as nice of a podcast as this one.
1: I, I am older than 10 years old, not by much, and I, I certainly don't feel like it when you bring up all these bands that nobody has ever heard of.
0: Oh but I, I can't
1: nobody nobody has heard of and it, I feel backs you're landing you're landing these people and they're they're important to you but they're just not important to anybody else nobody's heard of them
0: You know what else isn't important is the end of this conversation. So I'm going to bring it to a close before we do any more damage to our reputations or yours specifically. But that brings us to another end and there's nothing like the finish line when you're watching Wrong and Wronger. Until next week when we cue it up again and pay attention to my topic that I wanted to bring up this week. Oh, it's going to be a doozy and you're going to love it. This is Steve Alivas, Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unit. Corn Breakwell saying Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks all three of you for writing to Breakwell. And until next week, remember, two wrongs can make a right.